in three, two, one. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Life and Sport podcast, and we're joined by a really awesome guest. Her name is Sarah Dimmick. She plays for the Wyong Roos, Central Coast Roosters, and also the Malta Danes in the Heritage League. Thank you for joining us. And it's currently 4.30 in the afternoon, so how's your day been so far? It's been so good. Thank you so much for having me, CJ. Um, yeah, no, I'm so glad to be on the potty with you. Um, hopefully you don't hear my dogs in the background. But um, <laughs> yeah, no, day at work um, and now chatting with you. Wonderful. So let's get started on obviously every sort of question that I like to start with is what age did you get into rugby league? Yeah, so my um, journey of rugby league is quite long. Um, okay. So I actually started, I started dance, um, dancing when I was at the age of four. What type um, of dance? And then, was it jazz or contemporary oh, or what, what type or all kinds? Just a bit of hip hop, bit cheerleading, like a bit of yeah. that sort of dance tap, um, singing in the rain, did a tap one to that. Um, so yeah, but then it comes to a stage where I was like, mm, I want to play footy like my big brother, um, yeah. Tom. Um, my mum was a little bit worried because at that time it wasn't a norm girls for girls to be playing footy. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Um, my dad was like, oh, she'll be right. She'll just get ran over a few times, read her, and then she won't play anymore. Yeah. Um, and then seven years after that, Next uh, minute, you loved it. Yeah, I was, I was still playing. So, um, yeah, so I played from sixes to twelves. Um, for the Tickley Hawks. No, yeah, Tickley Hawks. Yeah, at um, Tickley. That's a big rival um, of Wyong. <laughs> yes, I know. Um, but yeah, no. So I played with them in my junior years, um, which was great. Played with a few awesome players: um, Jack Cogger, Adam yeah. Kieran. Um, a lot of big, a lot of big names for sure. Yes. Um. So yeah, and then um, was obviously forced to stop at the age of twelve. Um, so I just stuck with that team, um, just being a little manager yep. um, and training with them still. And then just played Oztag and Touch. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Oztag and Touch. Um, was doing a little bit of gymnastics at the time as well. Um, and then, yeah, that was pretty much me. I had a few um, knee issues. So I had two ACL Ricos um, in the yeah. time of, yeah, that time and didn't really play footy. Was that called quad um, gymnastics sort of thing? No. Um, one was Oztag, one was league tag, so non-contact okay. sports. <laughs> it's always non-contact um, that someone does an ACL, always. Even if, they, even if it's a contact sport, they do it in a non-contact moment. Yeah. And then um, 2021, I made a comeback. So I was actually play, um, I was actually working for the Wild Leagues Club um, at the time. Yep. Um, I was working for the football manager there, um, Rick Taylor. Um, just doing a few things for them. Um, got a full-time gig with them. Um, and then footy um, was quite strong on the coast just for a Berkeley Vale. So I decided yep. to have a um, go with their team um, 2021. And then um, that season only half happened because of COVID. Yeah. Um, so I kind of had a bit of a half year. Was I that ladies was league involved. tag or was that contact? No, that was rugby league. Yep. Uh, and then um, played league tag for Wyong. So, yeah. And then, um, yeah, 2022, pretty much put all my eggs in the basket and then played footy. So, yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, it's gone gangbusters for you so far. As, as we just mentioned, you 
Wyong Roos, Central Coast Roosters in the Harvey Norman Women's Premiership, which to anyone who's listening that may not understand what the Harvey Norman Women's Premiership is, first of all, it's a mouthful. But second of all, <laughs> it's basically the New South Wales Cup version of the NRLW. A lot of, yeah. a lot of like a good 95% of the NRLW New South Wales based clubs get their players from the Harvey Norman Women's Premiership. And you've also represented your heritage, which is the Malta Dames. Unfortunately, last weekend, you guys went down to Italy. I won't mention the score because I was there. <laughs> it was very unfortunate. The baby dames got the win, though, which is good. Yes, um, how awesome. How are you guys handling, obviously, the, the the setback of the loss, but also you've got the Harmony Nines coming up this weekend down in Croom, so like Albion Park area. How are you preparing for this weekend coming up? Yeah, so we've got... Um training coming up on Friday so we'll get together um team dinner which will be good for bonding um and then we'll kick off on Saturday at 9 20 um so it'll be a big day of a few nines games um yeah a bit upsetting with our game on um Saturday last week um but we move forward there's a lot of girls that haven't even played um for multiple before um a lot of us don't play together so it's also hard to gel Exactly, um, like you play up here but, on the Central yeah. Coast, some of them yeah. play down south, some in Queensland, it's yeah. all, yeah. Yeah, 100%. So just getting that um, connection on field, um, but super stoked with, you know, what we can what we can do. Um, a bit upsetting that we didn't really put that much on the um, park last week, but that Italy team, yeah, that was just too good for us. No, that's fair enough. I mean, they did have a few NRLW players in that team anyway, in particular Nikki Perugini, so it's, it's almost like you would literally David against Goliath sort of thing. So I totally <laughs> get that. Um, so obviously, speaking of Malta, you are Maltese. What does it mean to you to be Maltese? Yes, um, it means a lot. My four grandparents were born there. Um, my mum and dad were actually there for 14 weeks this year oh, um, wow. already. Yeah, they, they, miss, they loved it. They love seeing their family. A lot of their family are all there. Um, they haven't been there um, they went in 2019, yep. um, but before, before that they hadn't been, yeah, but before that they hadn't been for 20 years. So, oh, wow. um, yeah, they've, or probably longer to be honest, but um, yeah, no, it's super like pulls on the heartstrings. It's um, honestly like uh, you get emotional talking about it, but you didn't think like, I would never think I would be playing for my country in rugby league. Um, I was going to say that brings up that next question of what is it like to yeah. not only have that heritage, but be selected to play for the Malta Dames. Oh, it's huge. And to captain that team last year when we beat the Philippines um, oh, was so overwhelming. Um, tears, so many tears last year. Um, but it honestly makes you a bit hungrier to, you know, play for it. And it means, it just means the world. So. Absolutely. And that was, if I'm not wrong, I probably am. The first time the Malta Danes actually had a team was last year when they, when they were implemented. So being somewhat of an inaugural captain, what did that mean to you when the players and the coach sort of selected you to be like, to lead them out? Yeah. Um, oh, I, I, ha I had no words and I'm usually one for a lot of words. Um, <laughs> yep. If you ask all my friends, I don't stop talking. But um, yeah, Leash, our coach, she's an absolute legend. Um, she's done so much for our team. Um, we're super grateful to have her. She, We just pretty much got in, um, had a bit of a cuddle and then we, um, yeah, just, she just said, oh, um, and our captain today, Sarah, I 
was just blown away. It was. I was just like, oh my god! It was probably a good thing I didn't have time to process what was going on. Yeah, I guess it was on the day off. It was on the day of. It happened. I was just absolutely stoked, and my family was there, and it was just really nice. Like, um, it is honestly just a moment, a moment of just oh, I couldn't explain it. it. Pure joy. Oh, that, that's that's amazing to hear. And yeah. so far, obviously, you've as you've mentioned, and as we've mentioned, Wyong Roos, Central Coast Roosters, etc. Um, how does the Harvey Norman Women's Premiership, um, you could say, structure and systems, and in particular the Central Coast Roosters, differ to the Wyong Roos, who are a very good club in in the Central Coast League, regardless? But yeah, how do they differ, and how are they similar, sort of thing? Um, yeah, it's really good question. Um. Wyong have developed our women's team so well. I think, you know, we're the only comp on the Central Coast or the only club, sorry, on the Central Coast that is going to be developing from our junior base to our, you know, our 13s, 15s, 16s, and then into opens. Um, So it's really exciting that we can do that and feed to that. I think Central Coast Roosters, yeah, 100%. um, We're actually going to get about eight I think eight to 10 junior girls coming to our opens team this oh, year. Wow. So we're, we're honestly stoked about it. So excited to have that young talent just brought through. Um, Central Coast Roosters, it's good to be breeding, I guess, our Central Coast girls on the coast and then just having them here and then playing at that level yep. um, is super exciting. And, you know, bringing in um, the chance, you know, to go to the NRLW. And yeah, 100% and training, you know, this year I. Um, was a part of the Central Coast Roosters team with John Strange, an NRLW Roosters coach, and he um, was awesome. He he brought in a few girls, you know, um, like um, of Millie Kelly. Boyle and Tarrant Adkin. Yeah, Isabel Kelly is awesome. She's, she's also anyone girl. who's so listening. Yeah, Central Coast girl. Yeah. yeah, Coast girl. So she's you know little well big sisters to us, and um you know training with people like Millie Boyle and Tarrant Aiken. Um you know. Um, it's awesome. And, you know, being on the coast with girls like Jocelyn Kelleher and Jamie Frezard, um, yep. Olivia Koenig, who are from here, it's a bit more, sometimes it's a little bit more connecting. So um, it is and really nice that we can breed them and keep them like here. So it's nice like that. that. And absolutely. And as I'm sure, as, as you were just saying, seeing them come from, you know, the NRW down, not necessarily down, but to the, to the Central Coast Roosters to play for you guys, train with you guys. Yep. It also gives you guys an insight as to, you know, what you guys may need to do or what you can do with little one percenters to get yourselves to that NRLW sort of level, yeah. the opportunity sort of thing. 100%, like um, being coached by John Strange, you know, what he, how he explains things and does things, um, the level of commitment, um, consistency that, you know, they bring, um, the competitiveness that, you know, um, people like Taryn Aiken, um, you know, top of the game people bring, you know, you have to step up and be at that level and then it makes you feel like you can be confident to then play NRLW. That's oh, why I think the pathway is so important. Um, just, so, it's, yeah. It's just as important as the men's pathway. It really is because you need to start young from like 13s, 15s, etc. because how else are you guys in particular going to be able to be ready when that NRLW yeah. call-up comes up sort of thing? Yeah. So I absolutely get that. And I've yeah. got some quick fire fun questions for you before we go into the last few questions. Um, yeah. Apple or Android? Apple, oh, 100%. Uh, what's your favourite <laughs> movie of all time? Or if you don't have one, what's your favourite movie currently? Um, no, I do have a favourite movie. It, and my like 
partner Carl will say, oh, my God, we've watched this a thousand times, mm-hmm. um, is Fifty First Dates with Adam Sandler and movie. Drew Barrymore. It's definitely not my <laughs> favourite, but it's definitely now. a great film. Absolutely. He's looking at me now going, do not put it on. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah. Yeah, nice. Uh, what is What sort of music do you like to pump yourself up on game day? Oh, gosh. Um, oh, I'm a bit of everything, to be honest. I sometimes don't really listen to music and I'll just get a feel of, you know, what's going on. If the girls are playing um, pretty good music, then I'll hang around the sheds. But, yeah, whatever playing, really. <laughs> That's fair enough. Um, who's the pest of the Central Coast Roosters or, like, the club um, prankster sort of thing? Oh, good question. If you said Wyong, oh, geez, I'd have to say myself. And I know all my team would say me. Um, Central Coast Roosters. Oh, that's a great question. Um, I'm not going to say she's a, well, she's a bit of a pest. Um, Just oh, more I, likes to have a laugh, likes to have a good time sort of thing. Oh, Jamie Fraser to get along with really well. She can I was have just going to say, Jamie gives off that a... vibe on Instagram and on, on social she... media. So that's... yeah, she's she's a good she's good value. Um, yeah, ha- has has a lot of mongrel in her. Great footy player, trains really hard. Um, can be a pest at times. Her tickers her tickers are go go go. Um, but yeah, nah, she's she's pretty good. Olivia Kearney can be a punish sometimes. Um, yeah, no, nah, they're all they're all such good value. That's fair enough. Um, what is your drink of choice, whether it's alcoholic or non-alcoholic? Oh, my all-time favourite alcoholic drink is actually from the Shelby Bay Country Club. It's called Honey Rhubarb. Yeah. Um, but I do like a, anything with vodka, I guess. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, other than that, I love chalky milk or uh, soft drink Fanta. <laughs> okay, well, what's your post-game meal then? Everyone asks, oh, what's your pre-game meal? Like, but what's your post-game go-to? Post game meal, I do love. I'll ha- I like a chalky milk after. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that's a really good question. Do you like something Maybe... light? Because some players like a bit of something light. Some like really to smash in the feed afterwards. Sometimes. Oh, I could imagine. I guess it's a mixture. It depends on how I think the game went or how I played, which mm-hmm. sounds really funny. No, I totally um, get that. Yeah, I'm even thinking something simple, just like, uh. A sandwich or something, maybe, sort of thing. Yeah, even just like a salad or something easy with nitty maybe in it. Yep. Um, or just a nice steak, like a steak, like a steak with chips and salad or something. Steak, chips and veg, maybe <laughs> whatever's nice. working. Very nice. That brings up my next question, actually, because I always ask every guest this: How do you like your steak? Medium rare. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> it's got to be. It's got to be in that medium category, whether it's rare, it medium, medium, or medium well. But it cannot be a bloody manhole cover, just well done, and it cannot be mooing yep. either. So I absolutely no way. Yep, hundred. And, and my final question for you is: What's next for Sarah Dimmick? What's next? Um, yeah. Uh, hopefully, starting position in a Harvey Norman team would be nice. Mm-hmm. Um, being a part of one would be awesome. Um. Uh, NRLW gig would be the top of the, the dream. Top of yeah, the top of the table, the dream for me. Um, you know, if there's any NRLW club looking for a five foot one hooker or halfback, um, just give me a call because I'm open to anywhere and any opportunity. Um, but yeah, nah, just hoping to play some footy. What if the Warriors got their, got their team back in the NRLW? Would you go over to New Zealand? Look, 
if there's any opportunity um, that I get given, I will definitely take it um, by the hands and go for it. Wonderful. Um, yeah. I, you know what? I'll go one last question and that's yep. what advice would you give go to any it. young girls? Because, you know, obviously you said you had to stop at the age of 12 and then, you know, basically, luckily, for, for lack of a better term, luckily the football started getting traction for women at, at the right time for you. What advice would you give to young girls these days who want to try and, you know, make a push for rugby league? Yeah, just keep keep working, keep asking questions, um, take advice um, wherever you can get it um, and believe in yourself, have confidence. Um, the sky's the limit. Um, and there's so many opportunities now that girls can be, you know, have a crack at, be good at it. Um, but, yeah, but just take any opportunity that you can um, and just be humble about it. Yeah. This episode is made possible by our sponsors, Grips with a Z Socks.au. For the best in grip socks, for your footy boots, for your work boots, even for everyday walking around, go to Grips with a Z Socks.au and use our code Life in Sport for 20% off at checkout. Also brought to you by Big Rick's Sauce. They've got the best barbecue sauce, and I actually mean that. I was using their product before they came on board as a sponsor. I definitely recommend the Hot As or the With A Bite. Go to bigricks.com.au and use our code LIFEINSPORT for also 20% off at checkout. Zar Pizza. They're a new, and esta- they're a new established pizza bar restaurant on the Central Coast out at Greenpoint. Go and get the Big Bash Cricket pizza it's our pizza that we've come up with it's the aussie with a bit of a chili twist with chili paste and 10 percent of all sales of that pizza go to the breast cancer awareness and mcgrath foundation all that sort of stuff it goes to charity so please 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 head down to czar pizza tell your cj all life and sports sent you and they'll give you a bit of a discount as well as 10 percent of that sale will go to charity and also Old Mate's Kitchen at Greenpoint. Oh, they make the best, and I mean the actual best, biltong, dry wars, border wars, and many more South African delicacies and amazing things. Go down there, tell them Life and Sports sent you, and they'll fix you up with a ripper deal. Also, if you order from them online, put in the comments of your checkout order, Life and Sports sent me, and they'll give you a bit extra. Instead of a discount, they'll give you extra stuff. So be sure to do that and tell them Life and Sports sent ya.